Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. And I'm Kip. And this week we are giving you the very fun allergy update that everyone wanted. Yes, Wee. you've all been clamoring for it, we know. We got so many emails. Right, what is Mishka allergic to? Tell us, even though I guess we sent the images. Yeah, but they were like small and yes, we, we didn't. So unless someone it, no. like zoomed in and like focused. No, actually, I, I had it on Instagram as a multiple thing you could. Yeah, they could have read, but like. But I mean, what were some of those complicated scientific names? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were mites. But anyway, we'll get to that. We'll. So, small update, or small review of last, last time on Allergy Watch. (laughs) We don't call it that. (laughs) Uh, The dogs went to dermatologists. Rue is a special case. You have to do a fun recap voice. Oh, okay. Last time on Allergy Watch, (laughs) Rue and Mishka go to the dermatologist. It's very expensive. It is very expensive. But but don't worry, they met their pet deductible. So, 70% back. Yay, pet insurance. (laughs) Rue was, yet again, a dog-shaped Rubik's Cube puzzle to the vet because, guess what? Autoimmune diseases can't do autoimmune therapy because they already have a broken immune system. And you Mishka... Can't do the prick test. Yeah. And Mishka was a standard bitch. Yep. 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 Just shaped. So, so you got... <laughs> oh, and they have yeah. uh, food allergies. Now, stay tuned because we'll find out the results of Mishka's um, prick... Testy yes, prick test on today's episode of Aller- Dog yeah, Allergy Watch. I allergy Watch, there we go. Yeah, okay. Allergy Watch, yeah. Remember the, the pilot we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, Welcome this back. is obviously scripted. Mm-hmm. Always scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, uh, trying to remember everything that we haven't talked about. Because we've had... It's been a while. Everyone, they've had two... They've each had a revisit since then. And Mishka had his actual allergy, interdermal allergy test. Yeah, which was like right after the last episode. Yes. So we had... we had pictures of. Yeah. We had pictures of, but we hadn't had the actual test of the recording. Right. We didn't give the results on that episode. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, did I even talk about the weird fact that they have to get baths and moose? I don't even think I did um, that. I, I don't know. I don't know. We might have covered that. I'm not sure. I think we covered the moose. Yeah. I don't remember if we mentioned Doggy. that they have to have weekly baths. We you have, have to have weekly baths where they stand there after being oh, lathered yeah. for 10 minutes to let sit. And then they get washed Which off. is fun because there's no way dogs can understand why they're standing there lathered. Right. When they're used to baths where, like, you know, you can get wet and you get soaked up and then you get rinsed off and, and then, then you, you sit get dried in a towel off. right yeah why the so other they're one like why it? are we doing this mother and then <laughs> standing in the bathroom and you have to wait 10 minutes so normally it takes me less than 10 minutes to actually lather the dogs mm-hmm. so i'm just sitting there for like five minutes scrolling on my phone and they're staring at me staring at the door staring at right. me staring at the door <laughs> when can we have freedom mama and then I'm like, okay, back in the tub. And they're like, this doesn't seem very well yeah, thought out. Yeah, and it's every week now. Every then, week. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, good news. For the moosing, mm-hmm. every few days is allowed. Okay, cool. Every, it's like twice a week or three times a week. When we first started the moosing, which the moosing is on their paws, um, like it, between their paw pads. It helps with their... Because there's a fungus 
thing. Because of how their allergies present, they can grow a fungus bacteria. It, it's an antifungal mousse. It makes, it makes it red between their paws. Yes. And um, we used to do it every day at the very start until we ran out of that on all of their little pawsies. Yeah, yeah, And now the vet said They've they're looking it. good. It's, so. But now we get to do it less. So and we only had to start doing it again because of uh, <laughs> some travel. Yeah. Where they had to wear dog shoes, and understandably, dog sweat through their paws, yep. and it was warm. So, hello, fungus back, you know, like yeah, athlete's yeah. foot. But so. uh, the the dermatologist did check it, and she said he's looking good to just yes. do it every few days, yep. or every other day, or three, two to three times a week is what she said. Okay, cool. Um, so, now into the fun parts. The results. The results. So, Mishka went into the vet. He got sh- Part of his thing shaved and part of his they, side. Part, I, I don't know why you should say thing. There's always I've better words. Oh. <laughs> yeah, part of the side of his body Hi. was shaved. A patch, a, a rectangular patch. I've been up since six a.m. We are recording yeah. at nine thirty p.m. Yeah, by now it's actually in it's some mostly, lights you can't tell that it was mm-hmm. shaved. Yeah, it's growing in very well. They did uh, mention that it looked like it was growing in well. Mm-hmm. Here, Heath, do you want to read, or do you want to explain how the so, results Yeah, work? so there's a, a scoring scale of a 0 to 4, 0 being no reaction, 4 being very strong reaction, um, and it's this long-ass list, and they had a, a control um, and the histamine, so just saline and the histamine. Uh, saline, he had a reaction of zero. Histamine, he had a reaction of four, which makes sense, you know, because mm-hmm. that's that's all it is. You're supposed to react strongly to it. It's histamine. Um, he has a lot of twos, mm-hmm. which are a moderate reaction, um, including to uh, cats. Cats. Huh. Cats. So, He's allergic to cat dander. He's allergic to cat dander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... He's a little bit more allergic to human dander, which is tragic. He got three plus on that. So he's allergic to his whole family. Mm. Uh, (laughs) It's so tragic for a dog. But it's obviously a common thing because human dander's on there. Yeah. On Sun or Michelinius, but it's on there. I I do like that, that um, as much, like, think about the humans who are like, oh, I have to give away my animal because I'm allergic to them. It's like, well, what if your animal was allergic to you this whole time? Mm-hmm. And there is a weird thing, like, my mom has a short-haired cat and a long-haired cat, and they think the short-haired cat is allergic to the long-haired cat because during shedding season, the short-haired cat gets very, very, like, sneezy and allergy. Yes, right. I mean, probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he is allergic to um, a lot of plants and then... Uh, mostly mites. His strongest reactions, insects, insects yeah, um, were to uh, like houseflies, fleas, black ants, um, fire ants, which fortunately we don't really have, and then uh, multiple kinds of uh, mites like dust mites. Dust mites, uh, storage mites is one of the names. I think the other one is like it's another weird like dust mites. Yeah, I mean, he got, like, fours on all of those. Yeah, he's allergic to mites. He's all the mites. He's yeah. not good at. And then he was, like, moderately allergic to a bunch of types of plants. He is not allergic to Bermuda grass, though. Yeah, which is what my brother and his wife have in their backyard, and that's why he enjoys rolling around in it. But we don't have that here. And, and we're never going to because no, we're not resodding the yard. We believe in biodiversity as well, so. That, too. We yeah. have weed grass. That's what we have. 
And that's what he'll do. And that's what we have, unfortunately. So, sorry, Mishka. <laughs> well, that's but we're the- not transplanting Bermuda grass here. So We're not doing that. What is there any other um, allergies you want to point out? Because um, I think the funniest thing is the human and the cats. It is the funniest thing. And by the way, I took this phone call. We'll post the results again. So socials with this episode. I did get the results of this. They like called while he was still there, and I uh, I was at work, but I had I had set it up where I was in the back while working, so I could take the call because I I was the one picking him up, so I knew they had to call to be like, hey, everything's good, blah blah blah. And they're like, hey, just quick question. Oh, oh, sheep's wool was one. Oh yeah, wool. Yeah, because yeah, they called. So I gotta keep that in mind. Reference like any sweaters. Yeah, so right. they were... Not gonna get any wool sweaters for him. Asking... I actually was thinking about... Sorry, I was actually thinking oh. about getting him a wool sweater. Aww. It was very expensive, but it was handsome. And there aren't that many things that are his size. So... So I get the call. They're like, Mishka did great. You you can pick him up whenever you're off work. And I'm like, great. And they're like, we have some questions about exposure. Does he have exposure to ants? And I was like, yeah, he has ants in the backyard. I mean, not like fire ants or anything, just like, you know, normal back ants by the tree. They don't really mess with them, but they are there. And they're like, okay. And what about sheep's wool or wool bedding? And I was like, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't shop particularly for wool for them, but right. I've never, like, searched down. They're like, okay. Usually things with wool are more expensive, and we do tend to get, like, cheaper bedding, especially when it's for specifically the animals. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think the fleece blends have wool. I don't no, think the I fleece. Think they're, I think they're it's just fleece micro is just plastics, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Whipped plastics, yeah. yeah. So the micro, yeah. They're very cozy, though. Yeah, the animals love yeah. them, and so do people. So yeah. yeah. Um, and then she's like, "Okay, do you have it?" And it's like, "What about cats? Does he have any exposure <laughs> to cats?" I'm like, "Well, he lives with five of them." And she's like, okay. I was like, wait, is he allergic to cats? And she's like, well, hang on. I got to finish asking you my questions. I was like, oh, (laughs) we'll get back around to that. (laughs) And uh, it's five of them that are like different types of cats, too. And only two of them are related. So it's like nice variety of cats. I think I got asked about some plants. I'm like, I don't know what that plan is, so maybe. Yeah. And and then and then she's like, okay. And she's like, oh, yeah, he has a little bit allergic to cats. Not as much as humans, but yeah. I was like, oh wait, what? He's allergic to people? <laughs> and she's like, oh, don't worry. We'll go over this when you come in. I'm like, okay. And the reason they were asking that is so after they do all this testing, the whole point of this testing is so they can make a special formula of injections for him. So he's doing autoimmune therapy where it's that uh, that exposure therapy, basically. Yeah. Under controlled circumstances with a special formula and moderated doses over certain times and then also feedback and testing and checking up on him, mm-hmm. you will teach his immune system to not react so severely. Yep. Our boy's on allergy shots. Yep. We're at the 10-day frequency. So it starts off, you get one vial, which is a super concentrated version, and you do that for like a week or so. Mm-hmm. Like, I have the shot scheduled. Hang on. To right. my other paper. No need to guess. It's right there. I'm going to go in his folder because I have a folder where I keep track of his shots because I also, you also have to track how itchy he is as you give him the shots. Ah. So, uh, the first vial you take every other day for thir- for like two weeks. Right. And you go up 
and then that's the intro vial and then you switch to your normal vial vial 2 which you will be using pretty much for the rest of it unless there's a vial 3 if we upgrade to vial 3 I don't know if there's a vial 3 gotcha. uh, for now it's vial 2 and then you continue that for another Fourteen, yeah, another fourteen days, every other day, and we have done that. And now we are on the t every ten days he gets a shot. Right. So every yeah, ten and days. This is just subcutaneous. Yes. Uh, like Through the the scruff. The, na the nape. Yeah. The scruff. The scruff on the back of his neck. Yeah. And his next his next thing he'll graduate to is every fourteen days. Yay! Less frequent. Less yeah. frequent. And so he has a special thing, and he has a set of needles, and it has to stay refrigerated. If you leave it out for one day, it's okay, but if you leave it out for two days, you gotta call them. Oh, okay. It has, like, that little bit of a lifespan. Yeah. Right. So that is... So that, I think, has been going well. He's also on Atopica, which is supposed to help with the itch. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of issues with that. Yeah, we found out we were not uh, giving it to him at the right time. So atopica was making him really nauseous. So atopica does have a side effect of causing gastrointestinal distress. Mm -hmm. That is a thing. Um, one of the ways they combat that is they recommend freezing it, which I think I vaguely mentioned in the last episode. Yeah, right. I remember this. One of the pills he takes, I forget what it's called. It's supposed to help take atopica less. He will... That has to be taken with food. And anytime people talk about um, gastrointestinal distress, you normally think give it with food because giving on empty stomach's bad. Right. right, like with antibiotics, you give that with food. With food. No. For atopica, though, apparently, um, this doesn't happen all the time. That's why it's not part of the general instructions. And also, freezing's a thing that the vets know, but it's not even on the packaging. Yeah, they just figured it out. Yeah, so it's something just like even our regular vet, because uh, I was picking up meds for Rue, and the regular vet asked, and I was talking about the atopica stuff. She's like, you should freeze that. I'm like, oh, no, we're doing that. And <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, but if you give it with food, it causes more, so you have to give it at least 30 minutes after food, and that stopped all gastrointestinal. Yeah, but, but our dogs, we know have always had sensitive stomachs mm -hmm. and yeah not all dogs have this many problems with atopica so yeah. we struggled for a while there like um he 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 went on he got nauseous uh -huh. he got nauseous from the medicine and he was already upset about the new food that they have to do for an elimination diet both of them are on that still yeah it's hard to figure out food allergies and we're not going to have an update on that for like a long while because yeah. it takes at least three months of being on the elimination diet to eliminate things period and then you slowly add back in or whatever we haven't gotten to that point yet of adding back in anything yeah right um he was upset about the food change because they really liked their old food so he went on a four-day hunger strike our dog is very dramatic and he stubborn did. so he was nauseous mm -hmm. didn't eat made him more nauseous mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a vicious cycle and then he's like well and then we ran out of the wet food, and then the dermatologist didn't have the wet food, so we had to order the wet food, and Online. we had to wait for it to come in. Yeah, and it was taking, like, 
I don't know, like four days or something. Because we had to wait for the vet office to open back up because we, I went to the vet office thinking, oh, I'll get it from the vet office and they were out. They're like, you can order it online, but we're closing so we won't be able to approve it till Monday. Oh my gosh. And this is the Monday before Christmas. So we're like just hoping it comes in before the holidays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It did. And then he ate. And then he decided, oh, well, I don't want plain wet food. I would like wet food mixed in with my dry food. And then I also figured out he'd eat dry food if you soaked it in water. Wasn't that a thing? That yeah, he that would was do? a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a TikTok the trend. Things, the things Danielle has done to get our boy to eat. I feel like a crazy person. I yeah, am a crazy person. Yeah, you made person. goo for him in the blender. Oh, yeah, so this is the newest, so... So what Mishka's eating now? Take it away, Dan. <laughs> By the way, I had to explain this to the dermatologist, and then I explained this to the front desk, because they're like, how's Mishka eating? And we traveled with them on the holidays, by the way, so this had to be explained to my brother and his wife. Oh, yeah, our niece <laughs> loved it. She, anytime I got the dog's food, she's like, the goo, the goo! Yes, oh my our three-year-old niece. <laughs> yes. Um, and By the way, I was hand-feeding him with a spoon. Mm. And they're like, oh. Because we really wanted him to eat because it would only get worse just, if he wouldn't eat. He was just starting to eat again. Yes, and we also, like, he had lost weight. Yeah. Like, we could tell. You can yeah. tell, yeah. And my mom made a comment about him, like, looking true. Oh, we'll, we're we'll like, go oh, back. it's bad. We'll go, anyway. we'll, we'll go back. I have a whole story about that. <laughs> okay, I need to... Okay. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, so what Dan, so after Dan has had the experience of an elderly cat who went through cycles of bad nausea, not eating from being old and sick and kidney disease and all that, Dan has learned animals sometimes like things heated up, warm water. If they are nauseous and dehydrated, adding more water and liquid to their diet helps them eat the food. So, I take a can of the dog food, the wet dog food. This is already wet dog food. Mm-hmm. I put it in a blender. I pour a can of water in with it, or half a can, actually, if it's one can. This right. is my ratio. It's all prescription foods. Expensive prescription food. wet dog foods. Quite Blend expensive. it till it's a nice, fluffy, like, mousse. Mm-hmm. Scrape all that into a um, Tupperware container. Mm-hmm. Split that in half. Fill the Tupperware container with dry food. Add in more water. Let sit for several hours to soften. And then you microwave for 30 to a minute, depending on how big the container is. Then shovel some of that into the bowl, and he will eat it. This is Mishka's... Oh my god, are you going to drop the recipe? That's the oh recipe gosh. that Mishka is currently write eating. It out, though? What if they need to copy it? <laughs> Guys, your dog is probably not this extra. I and hope not. I will say, okay, so today there wasn't much of the wet food goo left when I was giving them dinner or lunch or whatever the fuck, th- second meal. I don't know when you fed them. So when I fed them before I was doing stuff, uh, I put a cup of dry food and then it was basically a cup of the wet goo and what was left. Mm-hmm. He ate some of the dry food mixed in with the wet stuff. So maybe maybe we're getting out of that. I'm, I'm gonna, hoping because there gonna, was a while where I'm he gonna had, try to I'm he working. had the he had the goo and he would eat it on the dry food. Yeah he would and he was eating goo. that well. Yeah. And it was just goo on dry food that wasn't like soaked I just in water. Don't want to start the nausea again. I know. I know. Okay, so we were doing this all on the trip. Uh Brother and sister-in-law watched me spoon-feed goo into my dog's mouth. This big-ass dog just mm. eating goo, which doesn't look substantive at all. And, mm. and we were explaining what was going on, and Jillian's like, wow, that's really stressful. How'd you even figure this out? And I was like, I had an elderly cat, and this is stuff that helped him. 
and I don't know, I'm cra- I've been driven crazy by my dog not eating for, I'm like, did you know, because I looked this up, dogs can go five days without food on hunger strikes. This is yeah. things, you, guess what? You can Google this and they're like, a dog will eventually eat. Normally about four or five days, they'll give up not eating. I'm like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've seen that in like, uh, what is it? Uh, those dog training TV shows, you know, that one British lady who looks like a dominatrix. I love her. Oh, She's very okay. nice. Um, but that was one thing where there was uh, an owner that the dog would only eat if she, like, hand-fed the dog. And she was like, just... We've never stop. experienced that. She was like, just, just <laughs> stop feeding the dog. <laughs> and yeah. she stopped feeding the dog, and the dog ate eventually. But yeah, it did take a few yeah. days of protesting and, for the dog. And so here's it, the yeah. thing. Normally, that dog was not sick in any way, shape, yes. or form, though. Yes. He was just stubborn. Yeah. yeah. See, if this was just normal, Mishka, a normal thing, not having nausea, not trying to stop nausea, mm. totally totally would have just ignored him. That's what I normally do. Mishka decides not to eat food, whatever. He won't starve. He's fine. Four days in, after vomiting a lot, after at one point going to the emergency room thinking your dog had bloat when he had just extreme nausea. He kept Mm -hmm. vomiting water shortly after drinking it. And he wasn't, like, vomiting up all of the water he was taking in. But it was... Oh, well. It was a lot of it. So yeah. it was like, that's concerning. Yeah. It's like you're dehydrated. We, we knew stopped that. Atopica twice. Yeah. Twice. Well. Anyway, uh, so also on that trip, like he said, uh, his mom did make a weird comment about him being skinny, and we're like, it's because he's not eating. And, and she was, yeah, she was commenting about how good he looked. Because the way he was stretched out, he looked especially. Felt. Yes. I don't. He did not look emaciated. I'm not saying. No, he didn't look good. emaciated, but he he looked a little too skinny because we know mm. him. Yes, and he doesn't look fat. No, he's never looked fat. No, he's, but he's he, a muscular boy. He did boy. look he a little. Thick. He was yeah. definitely a little trimmer. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you could also see saggy, like mm-hmm. sag. It wasn't like the loose skin. The yeah. loose skin from not eating, mm-hmm. and it's like I, he's dehydrated. That's why he. Has lost all this weight. And we're like... And he hasn't been eating. And she she also made these comments after watching us feed the dog with goo. <laughs> and my niece going, goo, goo, the dog goo, dog goo. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, obviously this is not normal and this has been stressful. And she's made comment like, God, there was one where uh, before we started going to the dermatologist, they were on Purina Proplan, which was a limited diet and then she made the comment that Purina isn't like as good of a food company as like Royal Canin or something like that and we're like yes but we're doing this because it's a limited limited ingredient and this is actually one of the better rated limited ingredient things which I did research on Mm -hmm. and she's like oh also she should have known just knowing us like yeah you're not just giving your dog Purina just cause yeah yeah. When we first got them, we did try to get away with Cheap garbage food. kibble while they're puppies. Right. Their stomachs couldn't handle it. No. They're too sensitive. I can't even remember what I tried to feed Rosie when I first got her. Mm-hmm. We're like, can we get away with cheap-ass garbage, you know, kibble mm-hmm. at first? Because they're just puppies and, you know, yeah. Yeah, it has calories. Yeah, I remember. No. No, the, they needed higher quality. Mm-hmm. Their stomachs demanded it. Yeah. It was puppy food. I think I... Fairly quickly put her on Rachel Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, you did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I've, I've stuck with that. I just, I like her chutzpah and yeah. her tenacity mm-hmm. and all that. That's the same. Chutzpah and tenacity are the same thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, this visit, we mentioned no, he's not eating. It's kind of stressful, blah, blah, blah. And then 
later she came back to like we were helping like Heath had to cut hair uh, she had to do something with Heath's dad back at home so they she's coming back to pick up the kids from us having more time with them and then she's like Mishka you need to eat but also tell me your secret for losing all that weight and I was like filling water I looked at I was like it's starvation it's not a skill it's not eating it's not great it is not eating this reminds me of the time my aunt told me that the way she lost weight was eating 500 calories a day and that she would eat like a bag of 100 calorie popcorn for dinner and that was it and then she was good that's starvation calories that's eating disorder my mom and I yelled at her and they were like we were like that's not good Mm -mm. you should be proud of that I'm glad you lost weight and you're happy with that but stop yeah it's not a healthy way to no. do it. How are you a doctor? <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. horrifying. I yeah, didn't she was a doctor. Oh, my God. It, it, or she's a lawyer. <laughs> Either way. Kip yeah. doesn't remember. Should be intelligent enough to not. She's not that important. That. I see her once every seven years. Oh, that's years. fair. I love her to death every time I see her. But, yeah, she needs to. Take care of herself. Yeah. Take care of herself. I would like her to stick around for, so I can see her yeah. in yeah. the next seven years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, my mother-in-law's like, oh, it was a joke. I make bad jokes. I'm like, and I get it. I I like. I know she didn't mean harm by it because I know her as a person, mm-hmm. and I know she isn't intentionally trying to annoy me. But it's like, I'm sorry if you see someone feeding their dog goo and actually saying, like, my dog's not eating. Like, just don't make a comment about don't it. Don't make comments about how how pretty insulted it is. And, and like, she did go like, you should eat. You should eat food, Mishka. Eat food for mommy and daddy. And blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, give me your secret for losing weight. I'm like, it's starvation. There is no secret. The <laughs> yeah. secret is starvation. And she's like, oh, well, I've done that. She, like, and forgot that we had told her yeah. that he hadn't yeah. eaten for four days. It yeah. was just a weird conversation on weird. top. It was, it was a weird conversation on stress. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't have the patience for you today. Yeah. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon dot com slash pet parents pod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support petparentspod.com also lists that we are a bark box affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to bark box under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on anytime you subscribe to bark box using the link barkbox.com slash pet parents pod you can get free extra month of bark box for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. It's weird that that's like a whole paradigm, you know, like like uh, this whole thing about how the cocaine skinny look is coming back. And so now there's this conversation about like, okay, yes, you know, celebrities who have a large following are pushing this this overly skinny look again. Is it really but, coming back? Yeah, it's coming back. Uh, Kim what? Kardashian's doing it. She uh. lost a ton of weight. Um, so why do we like that again? I don't. Uh, but do I, I saw no, a I don't few think people, people commenting do. on how they were actually um, excited to see how social media is going to handle and and the body positivity movement right. is going to handle this resurgence mm-hmm. of a known 
issue. harmful yeah. body standard. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. I thought They're it was... They're going to make comments about being worried. Probably. Yeah. The Hopefully. reasonable people... It's, it's a conversation that, yeah. that's, you know, going yeah. to be interesting to have. Like, see if we can, you know, actually snuff this they out. Are, if they are too skinny, to then, like, back. people are yeah. going to be like, are yeah. you okay? And yeah. yeah, that should always be the thing, because there are people, like, I do know people who are generally just little sticks, and that's yeah. just what their body type is, yeah. and... Yeah, that's yeah. one. She's literally one of those people. She but if somebody, like, if you follow them and you realize they have just lost weight, it's like, you're probably not okay if you lost a lot yeah. of weight. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's not healthy. Yeah. Mm. So, um, Especially back to... Especially if it's not being replaced with muscle and it's just your skinny. Back to allergies. Um, Atopica, if you give your dog that and they start having nausea, wait mm. 30 minutes. Freeze it. After it, food, yeah. After food. And if the dog is a picky eater and stubborn, like Mishka, you can follow Dan's tried-and-true patent recipe of wet food, half a can of water per one can. So it's a it's one can, half a can of water ratio. Blend that, and then half that, half dry food, and then fill water until covers wet food, and let sit for several hours. And that mush should be well-loved. And if not, I'm sorry I just wasted a bunch of your and prescription dog food. Sometimes he wants you to still hold the bowl up to him. To him. Yes. We Yeah. That's well, spoiled. that is yes. he. That's Heath's that issue. Is my fault. He, he did that since he was a puppy. I thought it was cute. It's still cute. It, no, it's not cute. <laughs> I think it's cute. No. But I realize I'm it's done. not a good thing. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, he eats now. I don't have to worry about it. He's at a better weight he's eating regularly yeah. he we're gonna work on trying to get yeah, him down to hopefully just dry food mm. we're gonna work on it yeah if we can get him to go back to queue on top of dry food i'm gonna hope that's a big step that's a big step that would that's be a lot nice. easier yes then keeping because then the goo goes so much it lasts so much longer well that's why i split the goo yeah with the dry food it helps I know, but not, like, soaked in. It takes a lot of room in the container. Yeah. Another thing, if... What I'm also going to try is he's still being picky. I'll try the soaking the dry food, because he'll eat the dry food if it's soaked sometimes on its own. Yeah, without the, the goo. We'll see. We're working on it. So Disgusting. Mishka yeah. is a monster and dramatic. But he is, like, eating very hungrily, so he's, like, really enjoying this ridiculous-ass thing mm-hmm. that Danielle has figured out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loves the, it. The dermatologist is like, well, yeah. I'm glad whatever you're doing works. And I'm like, thank yeah. you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I am so this, absurd. I'm like, this is, I was telling the people at the front desk the system, and they're like, I'm like, and this is a perfectly normal dog diet, right? And they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because they were curious. Because so I'd been calling them trying to figure out things with the atopica. So they are like, how's Mishka's food thing? I'm like, he hasn't eaten four days. It is really rewarding, though, to see your dog actually enjoy the food that you feed them. Yes. Like, um, I actually switched Charlie and Rosie over to the bulk Costco Mm -hmm. Kirkland's brand dog food because it was the same ingredients, Mm -hmm. you know, chicken, all that other good stuff. Yeah. And I switched them over to that, and I noticed a change in Charlie, specifically, where he stopped hopping every time dinner or he breakfast lost his hop. He, there was no he no hop Aww. he was no he wouldn't bob his head or hop like he would get so excited That's when so food came. and and so I, I told Matthew this and I was like 
I was like, when Charlie, when I feed Charlie, he like bobs his head and bucks and, and hops, you know, like he gets excited. But since we've been feeding him this Kirkland's food, he doesn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. He lost a sparkle. He lost a, so I, I went and I changed it back to the Rachel Ray, and now he, he just hops again. Good, and I'm like, good. what the heck? I'm like, uh, okay. Well, now I know when food is bad. <laughs> What's really funny, it reminds me of uh, Heat's not youngest sibling, but younger sibling. Um, they will politely eat anything you give them. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. she's great. She, even if she doesn't like it, she'll eat it. She'll yeah. still finish it. If she doesn't ask for seconds, she hated it. Oh, wow. Because she always, like, would ask. Yeah. It, I don't think she does it anymore, but it was, like, more when she was, like, in that growth spurt teen phase. Uh-huh, yeah. mm-hmm. Always ask for seconds. And then she ate something, did ask for seconds, and we're like, oh, God, you hated that, and you just scarfed it down like a polite young person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's always it's, real funny. It's, it's hard eating food you don't like. I don't yeah. know how she does it. Mm. She's very polite. Very polite. Mm. I, my guy. my, I could not override my feelings in regards to the flavor. There are food. certain things that I do <laughs> I choose not to eat, so I, I get mm. it. Nope. Yeah, well, I can be polite. Recently, found out that we do not like beef liver at all. Oh no. Oh. Mm, actually, I've never had beef. Don't, you don't, 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 don't. I, I love you. chicken liver. Yes, we that, do that too. was that yeah. was the thought. Yeah. Uh, so so I think you would translate, and it doesn't. No. Nope. Walmart. Uh, okay. I did a grocery and pickup. Daniel's a great cook. I did a I did a grocery pickup. Walmart put some beef liver in my car that I did not order. So I'm right. sorry like, for whoever. Oh, beef liver. I was like, well, I don't want to go back because that's a whole thing, and I'm like. And I even on the holidays asked my grandmother, I'm like, you've had your depression era. <laughs> you eat dandelion salad. What do you like beef liver? Yeah, and you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. Beef liver and onions. I'm like, okay, that's the recipes. I'm like, okay. Yeah, liver and onions. That's a classic. I would, I, well, don't, I wouldn't do it that Don't, way. don't, do it that don't, way. don't, 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 don't. I, I feel beef like if disgusting. I were to prepare beef liver, I would probably mm, dice don't. it. No. Just don't. And the then texture I would, is terrible. I would try to air fry it. Because that's what I do with my chicken livers. Chicken, is I toss them in olive completely, oil. They're completely... And I air fry them. Mm. I, I wonder... It's so heavy and the texture is bad. It's gummy. I'm, I'm interested. It's a don't, gummy. Please don't take this as a challenge. Just don't do it. Well, okay. Kip, I'm not, I'm not okay. taking it as a okay. challenge. I'm curious. curious. I'm a curious person. Yeah. You can try it. The texture is real bad. It has an yeah. odor. Uh-huh. Yeah, I understood. It's very yeah. pungent. I will say if you do I do it... finish the bite. I took a big bite and I could not... Mm-hmm. So most of the recipes, what they recommend is you bread it and then pan fry it. Bread it. Okay, yeah, bread and pan fry. Okay. You soak it in milk beforehand to help take out some of the coagulation because it's an organ. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. Uh, for not, people who she's can't see it, she's shaking her head and scowling very sourly. Yeah, it was. I've tr- never seen such a face on a, on, a, on a head. I <laughs> I prepared it. I tasted it. I made a delicious gravy to go with it. The gravy was good. The Brussels sprouts really? were great. Yeah, the Brussels sprouts mm. were excellent. And they helped clean the palate after we both decided yeah, we, just, we, we just weren't doing ate this. The Brussels sprouts. And then I made frozen pizzas. 
and it was frozen. It was always going to be frozen it's pieces. It's literally the worst thing that I have tried, and I don't know how long. I can't remember the last time that I took a bite of something and hated it so much. Yeah, it was. It was I'm a bad texture. No, the texture and the taste were just bad. So anyway, food's hard. Um, Mishka's eating. He's on a good bit. Um, he is a little itchy from the shots, but he seems to be like a decent like level. The doctor says the stuff gets really itchy to call back and they can adjust things. But I don't feel like it's, like, I, it feels very mild. It doesn't feel I mean, like Yeah, it's just been, like, incrementally, um, incre- yeah. I feel like it's about Slowly the same Slowly increasing, uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, we'll it's have to. It's been a little bit more itchy, maybe. But also Not it could much. be. It's still pretty low. We can, we can, we're gonna, we're gonna, so Mishka will see them again in person in three months. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a phone call with us in about a month to check on him. And if there is, like, any sort of changes, we can ask them and they can figure it out. And if his allergies get worse going into spring, we can call and talk to them. What is the itchy scale? Uh, The itchy scale. Oh, yeah, we can talk about they have a scale. So the itchy scale they give us from 0 to 10. 0, normal dog, I don't think itching is a problem. Uh, 1 to 2, mild itching. Only occasional episodes. Dog is slightly more itchy than it was before the skin problem started. Mm-hmm. From two to four, mild itching, a bit more frequent, won't itch while sleeping, eating, playing, exercising, or being distracted. Okay. Uh, from four to six, moderate itching, regular episodes. Itching may occur at night if observed but not when eating, playing, or exercising, or being distracted. And then up to eight, severe itching, prolonged episodes, itching might occur at night if observed, also when eating, playing, or exercises are being distracted. And then 10, extreme severe itching, almost continuous itching, doesn't stop whenever it's happening, even if, um, even in the consulting room, needs to be physically restrained from itching. Oh my god. Yes, that is the itching scale. Yeah, I but, don't. I don't ever see him getting above. Um, he doesn't feel above three to me. He might be three and a half recently. I think he, he was. Fuss- uh, see, here's another thing. We're going into allergy season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So I guess well, if he gets higher, we'll talk to them because I think there is. We can see it change ever the frequency. Above, like a four or yeah. a five, at the very most. Yeah. Ever. Uh, another thing. This he was is, never like super duper itchy. What the weird thing is, is this immunotherapy, we're not going to see results for, like, a year. Yeah. Right. Because of the way it works. That's how allergy shots work, yeah. But I think he's on a good track. He's doing well. He's very stable. Um, Now we will go to the medical Rubik's Cube of Rue. Okay. So our vet had to go and talk to the emergency room vet. She talked. That saved her life. Yes. And she was five and seven months old yes and diagnosed her when she was seven months old because they could actually do the liver biopsy and mm. she has um she has an autoimmune it has a name i'm trying to see if it has it in her notes from last visit Ooh, the official name of her autoimmune disease oop, oop, oop. Uh, just um autoimmune hepatitis autoimmune hepatitis sounds right Oh, right, because it attacks the liver. Yeah, it's it's hepatitis something. I thought it was autoimmune hepatitis. Mm. I'm quite sure that's what you told me. 
It could be. And that's that. also what I had looked up before. Yeah, it's probably because yeah it makes the autoimmune. Most sense. It's also self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah, autoimmune hepatitis. So yeah. it's an autoimmune system that attacks her liver specifically. Um, Unless medication prevents that. Yes. Um, so it was just what was interesting when she was talking to these people. She was like, "So." Have you guys ever, like, done immunotherapy with any dogs with autoimmune? Like, it depends on the autoimmune conditions because she has... I did ask her about, like, if she's had... She actually said she's had more frequent cases of dogs with different autoimmune diseases, but it's it, it can vary. Like, she has one who has a skin autoimmune disease, so the autoimmune... So the therapy they're doing is actually helping the condition because mm-hmm. it deals with the dermis. Right. And she has another pet that she actually thinks might have um, autoimmune hepatitis, and they're actually going to be testing for that because of some of the signs. And this is like, I think it's a cat. But anyway, it's like a couple of different. It's sad that it's becoming more common. Or at least maybe it's just people are. People picking up on it. Better or being more aware or. I don't know. It's I hard mean, to tell. if the pet has autoimmune hepatitis and they don't pick up on it, that they're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know exactly, but she said she's had a few, um, and she had one that they were testing for a similar thing to Rue, so that's interesting. But she was talking to the doctor, and she asked what, in his opinion, what he thought of doing autoimmune therapy with a dog on autoimmune. Because she wasn't actually planning to suggest this. She was just curious about insight because of his... Uh, experience with eternal medicine mm-hmm. and everything he says like well there's no good studies out that give you any scientific data and she's like yeah no I, I, I mm-hmm. knew that I was or she look- would have looked that up yeah, yeah, yeah. She, that's why she's like what that's about-? why she's talking to you on the phone yeah she's like what about your opinion on it and she's like well there's no scientific data so if you were talking about it with the pet owner I would just explain the risk and she's like okay Thank you. That's good. It's good enough. (laughs) Maybe he's just really tired. No, apparently she also, one for other patients, she asked a similar question, dealing with one for other patients who had, yet again, an internal medicine doctor, and they're like, there's no studies for it. Do they feel that they have to say that for, like, legal reasons, I don't know. I asked her, and she's like, you get this a lot. She's like... I because she's also a doctor she's mm-hmm. like I wasn't going to recommend it because there isn't any good studies and I don't want to take the risk and we're actually doing Rue's system is very very we're doing it very slowly and we're going to yeah. be doing extra blood work to keep an eye on her yeah. mm-hmm. but it's just really and we're not doing autoimmune therapy we're just doing um, itch relief with atopica and um, extra prednisone mm-hmm and going from there and topical stuff to see and working on elimination diet because we do think mostly of rue it's more food allergies than environmental mm-hmm. but she's so itchy she's so itchy but it's just really funny she's like i think this is just how um eternal medicine doctors are because i i, I did ask this like is it a liability thing she's like Possibly in the fact that they deal with a lot more emergencies and chances of animals dying in emergency rooms. So they just have more of that frame. She's like, I'm not normally dealing with, like, this stat, get this. Like, really bad skin conditions that take time to remedy. Right. Yeah, because if they were in danger right that moment, they would have to go to the emergency vet. Yeah, yeah. So that's different. Yeah. So it was just a fascinating conversation. And it was interesting because Rue is not the a unique. Well, she is a unique snowflake, but in a different way. 
Um, but the update with Rue is we have started her on Atopica. Uh, she can't take the secondary medicine that Mishka takes because it won't help her. I forget exactly. It would, it basically, it's not really something that we're going to pursue because of the type of itch. Because of how it works. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. I forget why. I was explained. This was weeks ago. Because of our schedules, Danielle has been the one to go to these appointments so far. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, guys. For a romantic Valentine's Day, we could possibly go together. We <laughs> could. Because it's a late night one. As long as I don't get called in, because I was literally the only one who didn't say I was unavailable for on-call. Yes. Because I'm the supervisor, and everyone else said they were not available. So. And you're a good supervisor. Yeah, I am, so... Yeah. So as long as you don't get activated for on-call... Yeah. We will go to a, a vet appointment for Valentine's Day. Together, as Lovely. a couple. We Lovely. can bring Mishka. We're going to have to bring both of them, because otherwise one of them is going to be, like, so miserable and stressed at home. Yeah, well, they'll both at least be better. Oh, that's another thing. Mishka and Rue are both little hot messes alone at the dermatologist. One, Mishka got left there to get his test, mm. and I came back today. They shaved him and stabbed him. They shaved him a bunch of times. Mishka's like, shaved him. With histamines. With with tiny histamines tiny unconscious. Shit. They did. Well. We got there and he's like, oh, I'm just a little baby. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, he like sat in the corner and I had to like sit down and get him to roll, like pet him and scratch his little spots to get him to like roll over and then I moved out of the way and he's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's pretty much it. Uh, they're both on Atopica. Mishka's on something else to help uh, the Atopica Hopefully, take it less, mm-hmm. and then allergy shots for Mishka. Ruth's not doing allergy shots. We're doing an elimination diet. Mishka's a dramatic asshole who won't eat, <laughs> but now he does. And yeah. I am a crazy person who yep. meal preps for my dog. Yes. And this isn't the first time that you've done meal preps for dogs or cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are a great pet parent. I'm an insane person. No, you, you you cook for your animals, and we love you. There was a point at, like, one of the trips, I think it was Sean and Jillian's, and Mishka wasn't eating. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if he eats or not. <laughs> I'm like, he can starve to death. I don't care. I know he's eating some, so he's fine. He can yeah. go four days. Yeah. So this is the point. Well, he is eating regularly now, but yes, yeah. I did get to a point where I was like, eat if you want. I don't care. I do deeply care, but you've driven me into the point where it's like, whatever. I care less. I care less because I'm tired. Did I share what happened with Charlie? About On the podcast? About... Which thing? Oh, no. No, you haven't. We'll do the next one. Okay, we'll do it in the check-in. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next week, we'll have a check-in, guys. Surprise. Big... Oh, it's cliffhanger. Charlie story. Stuff happened. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's the cliffhanger. I will post the pictures of what happened on Instagram. Great. Oh, I was about to tease, like, you know, that Rue and Mishka traveled somewhere, but yeah. we already posted about it on the Instagram. And, yeah. So, um... And the other socials, too, so... Next time on Allergy Watch, <laughs> we're gonna switch to a new trailer. It's called Check-In. 
Check-in number 17. Check-in number, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back with more Allergy Watch when we have more updates, more interesting it's updates. Be a while. Yeah, it'll probably... It's this an ongoing series. Yeah, it is. It is an ongoing series. Now yeah. we're going to title it Allergy Watch, aren't we? Yeah, uh, well, if I can remember that, we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Um, the name will change every episode. <laughs> yeah. In three, six months later, when we give an update, yep. Dan will try to remember the stupid joke they made in the moment. Um, no, but next time, Checking. What is sad about it is the next allergy watch we held. We will have, we will have gone past the the you know pet insurance date. It renews in April. Oh my gosh! I'm sure we will unfortunately well, fairly rapidly reach the deductible again yeah. because this, it's this, this like seven hundred and fifty dollars per pet. And, well, uh, no, remember this this one was only like a hundred something. Yes, but I'm just saying we have to go to them pretty regularly. And Rue has to get blood work because mm-hmm. they have to be careful because they don't want to kill our dog. How kind of them! They're very nice about that. <laughs> about not wanting to kill our dog. Yes. By doing blood work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Anyway, dermatologists are really expensive. But they're very helpful, and yeah. she's very nice. Also, I found out that our the vet the dogs normally see actually saw the same dermatologist we saw because their dog had an ear thing, and they recommended we go there. And she's like, which one are you seeing? And we described the same dermatologist because neither one of us could remember her name. <laughs> and... Uh, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, she's really nice. Like, yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm like, oh, me and my vet go to the same dermatologist. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, their office did refer us to, yes. the, you know, the animal dermatologist. But yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. There aren't many animal dermatologists in this area. But, either, but she so. went as a patient. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, as a parent of a patient, yeah. Yeah, a parent of a patient. Uh, but um, stay tuned. Next week we'll talk about trips. Mm-hmm. Charlie. Charlie. Getting in trouble. And Whoa. more. And more. Stragglers. Charlie's a bad boy now? No. Oh. He's never a bad boy. I was trying to add drama. <laughs> bad boy Charlie hits the scene. <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. Uh, I don't know. Okay, we're wrapping up. Uh, Heath, where, uh, oh, wait, Kip, did you want to say anything? No. Okay, Heath, where can people find us? I don't care about anyone listening. Oh my god. Wow. Uh, We care very deeply, and if you want to tell us about yourself... Tell us your thoughts on the uh, new cocaine skinny trend. Uh, Heath, where can people find us to tell us about their pets and fun adventures? And apparently in- their thoughts on the cocaine skinny trend. Yeah, no, uh, I'm moving it back to pets. Well, Kip already added it. It's there. What, what, what weird food have you had to feed your animals? Tell us. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's still there. But I'm anyway, trying to you move can past. find us on PetParentsPod.com. Also, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Discord, and Instagram. Email us at petparentspod at gmail.com. As always, we will continue to get better. And I love you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.